0: Hello and welcome to Pandemic Parenting Sucks, episode 18. I am recording this early Saturday morning after Thanksgiving. Um <clears throat> I don't know about you guys, but we did not really celebrate Thanksgiving. We did have dinner with my um mother and father-in-law, but we have kept the bubble with them anyway. Because they do offer child care for our children. So it's not like we were traveling and seeing anybody new. So that was our Thanksgiving. I did not see my side of the family. Because they had a larger Thanksgiving. And get together. And I didn't want to expose myself. Or get exposed by a bunch of other people. So it was just the... Seven, eight of us for Thanksgiving and no house hopping or family hopping, going back and forth, multiple families on the same day, which was kind of nice. My kids, bless their piggy little hearts, had pizza on Thanksgiving. So the, um, but it was different. There was no looking at store ads to go shopping on Black Friday and trying to figure out a game plan. There was none of that. I accidentally went shopping on Black Friday, but, um, I did not plan on it. The, when I did accidentally go shopping on Black Friday, so yesterday, um, I did tell you guys that my, I do go to the local YMCA twice a week at 530, 530 in the morning to exercise. Uh, I go that early for two reasons one I can get away while everyone's sleeping I don't have to pay for childcare. I don't have to worry about um, asking my father-in-law to come watch my kids so I can go work out so I don't feel guilty and there's hardly anybody there pre-pandemic at that time so post-pandemic or during pandemic I don't know if it will be post-pandemic anytime soon but Actively in the pandemic, there's definitely nobody there at that time. And now with the new mask requirement, there's even less people there at that time. This week was the first week for the you have to wear a mask while actively exercising on the machines and walking on the track and stuff. And I went Thursday of last week before everything hit. And when I'd go in the morning, there maybe there's... They moved all the exercise equipment into the large gym because um, to space it out. So there's the exercise equipment still in the exercise room. And then the large gym also has the exercise equipment. And the equipment I use is always in the large gym. So I'm never in the actual wellness center or exercise room. But they still have all the really heavy weightlifting equipment and stuff are still in that room. And I can see into that room from the large gym. And I'm usually the only person in the gym. Maybe one other person early in the morning. there is, uh, there's tends to be a lot more people weightlifting pre um, having to wear a mask while working out. Maybe 10 people total in the entire YMCA working out on the machines that early in the morning. There's more people in the pools. Because I have to walk by the window where the pools are and I can see into the pools and there's usually a couple more people in the lap pool and they close the family pool. So me, less than 20 people in the entire Y that early in the morning. Well, Tuesday when I went, and this is the first time i went where you have to wear a mask while working out. It was me and one other person. So there was two people in the entire YMCA working out. Uh, We both wore our masks the whole time. I did get a neoprene exercise mask, just a very cheap one off Amazon, no name brand or anything. And I was able to work out in it fine, which makes me wonder how effective the mask is anyway. Um it did i did i did notice i sweated more and i don't know if that's because the hot breath was coming back onto my face and going up past my eyeballs but i did sweat more um breathing wise was fine i did sweat more and i found myself stopping and taking drinks more and to put this into perspective i'm not crazy working out but i'm also not just walking around the track i Ran three miles on an elliptical and I did 300 stairs on the stair step machine. Still able to breathe fine. Again, the only difference I noticed while working out with the mask on was I sweated a lot more. And um, I guess I did breathe a lot heavier though because the mask after... 45 minutes the mask was pretty much soaking wet it was that was kind of gross so I guess if you were going for a longer period of time longer than 45 minutes longer than an hour I'd probably switch out masks halfway through and put a new one on because this one was pretty wet when I was done um from heavy breathing and sweat and everything so that was gross but I was felt okay with working out with it on, and I felt okay with other people wearing it. I went on Thursday, and there was a couple more people on Thursday, and I even watched a guy get kicked out for not wearing his mask while on the machine, so I felt better about that. Um, there, the Again, the room I work in has mainly the cardio machines, has the spin bikes, the ellipticals, the like 500 different varieties of ellipticals and the treadmills in it and the stair-stepping machines and there was a guy on one of the spin bikes at the very back of the room it wasn't even that he was wearing his mask improperly he did not even have a mask on while on the spin bike and when i walked into the room shortly after i got in there um an employee from the y um, that was working the front desk came back and told him that he had to leave or he had to put on his mask or he had to leave and he got very loud and said, well, he can't wear a mask while exercising. It, you know, inhibits his breathing and everything. And she's like, well, I'm sorry, but this is our policy at least from now while we're in tier three. Um, if our numbers go down, then you can use the machines without the masks on again and you just have to wear masks in the public area. He got a little upset. Um, And then he's like, Well, you know, you let me back here for over 30 minutes without having a mask on. Why have you decided to tell me I have to put a mask on now? And she basically said, Someone else came in the room, so you have to wear a mask. So I'm assuming that if you're the only person in the room, you don't have to wear a mask. I didn't ask her because I wasn't getting involved in this situation, I was just listening. Um, after he left though in a bit of a huff and was kind of pissy about it, um, I asked how she knew he wasn't wearing a mask because she was working at the front desk all by herself and there was, they had placed several cameras in the gym so they could see the workout equipment and make sure people are abiding by, um, their rules. And the jerk that left without his mask also did not wipe down his exercise equipment. So she spent the time and wiped down his equipment so the next person wouldn't accidentally use it without wiping down. Even though you are supposed to spray disinfect your machine before you use it, which I do because I've seen way too many people walk away, both pre and during pandemic, walk away from their equipment without cleaning it, which I, even pre-pandemic, I think that's kind of mean, like, You know, clean your sweaty equipment when you're done with it. Um, But the, he left. I kept my mask on. Now, when I did sprint at the very end, I uncovered my nose, which I know is improper mask wear. But I was finding it difficult to breathe if I was sprinting, sprinting. Um, But otherwise, keeping it at a, what I would consider 5K pace. I didn't have an issue, but when I did, I do like to um, sprint as hard as I can at the end. And um, that's when I did have a little difficulty breathing. And I don't know if it was more of the mask fit issue, but I felt like it was sucking into my nose. So that was causing some issues there. But only during the sprinting, which is, like, less than a minute. Um, and I was the only person in the room because the other guy left. The And I did see a lot of people improperly wearing their masks that were on the machines that morning. Um, showing their noses. Keeping their mouths covered, but showing their noses. Um, but other than that, it was fine. So, I guess if you really feel the need to work out if working out is your escape if working out is your release working out with a neoprene mask and exercise mask seems to be okay again it was soaking wet after 45 minutes um so if you're going to do it for long periods of time maybe bring more than one masks this is i would definitely i brought another mask to wear out of the gym um so and that's because it's cold in Illinois and wearing a wet mask on your face out in the cold probably is not going to be pleasant, but I did bring like a normal multi-layer mask, like a three layer mask with a filter and stuff. I wore that in and out of the gym. I just wore the neoprene mask while exercising. Um, so that's that and it's doable. It is doable. I hope I don't have to do it for a long period of time, but I can see having to do it for at least a month, if not longer. Um, but again, getting away for that forty-five minutes it doesn't seem like a lot and it may not seem worth it to most people, but I'm with my kids twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week, and I have been since March. Um, so having that forty-five minutes and then that fifteen minutes there and fifteen minutes back is I think honestly what kept me sane this month because I've been doing it since the last week of October. So I've been doing twice a week for a pretty decent amount of time. Um, And I had a really hard time in September and October with the kids being home, with me being overwhelmed with work and not getting anything done and with my husband being being very overwhelmed with work and not being home. And I do think getting out and exercising twice a week, even though it sucks so bad to get up at five in the morning and get out. Um, I've been cheating lately though. I've been going to sleep in my exercise clothes and literally just waking up, grabbing my water bottle that I put in the fridge the night before. So I'm up for maybe five minutes before I'm on the road and at the Y so I've been kind of cheating there which has been nice too not having to get up and then get ready for everything but I do think it's worth it and it's also nice that my work is winding down I have two weeks left of the semester I have one full class week coming up and then I have finals week but those of you that are teachers probably understand this and, you know, work in the college environment. This is probably going to be my two busiest weeks of the semester. I'm going to answer a lot of emails of why am I failing your course? How can I increase my grade? Um, Can you tell me what the probability is of blank? So I have all those questions this week and then finals week I have to get all of my grading done for the entire semester which I am really behind on. I'm about two weeks behind on grading and so I'm going to be spending all of this weekend getting caught up to present and then I'll have all the assignments from this week and then I have the final exams that I have to grade and I'm teaching seven classes so that's a lot of final exams and a lot of final papers and everything to grade so I'm going to have a lot of grading at the very end and then all my grades are due next Friday so I think all my grades are due on the 10th for one college and the 11th for the other college so I have to grade fairly quickly um but that's okay I'm not that worried about it but it is time consuming um but it's nicer to do that than making my video lectures. It's been very difficult to do my video lectures this year. Just having all my kids around. And um, I had the kitten this past week. Um, and he made his appearance in my first Zoom class. So I do Zoom live classes on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. First thing in the morning, I'm on there at 7.45 in the morning to 8.45 in the morning. Zooming with high school seniors who don't want to be up that early, let alone on a Zoom call. I, they have to, Um, their school, the high school policies, they have to have their cameras on. And a lot of times I'll just see like tops of heads. I've seen a lot of people's ceilings. I have to ask them questions throughout the class and they answer it in the chat to get attendance points because they're not, um, really that active with me in the morning and they really don't want to participate. So we have to do a lot of live chat questions to get attendance points. I have to have a lot of people wave at the camera so I know that they're there. Um, all of that. But the we have that. And on Monday... And I usually teach my classes from my 10-year-old's room. But on Mondays, I let them sleep in because my kids don't have um, live Google Meets on Mondays. They have independent work. So I usually let my son sleep in. And I don't boot him out of his room so I can teach my live class. But the... So I teach Mondays from our dining room. And this is our first Monday with the kitten. And... The Christmas tree was right behind me and my high schoolers are laughing and I don't I could not understand why they were laughing and I look in my zoom camera and I finally figured it out Dylan the kitten was climbing the Christmas tree and you can just see him climbing it right behind my head and they were all laughing because he was climbing the Christmas tree behind my head so that was probably the most class participation I've had all semester And, um, but they find, they found it humorous. So I guess I should be happy. I brought humor to them. We've been having a lot of outbreaks recently in our area of COVID and it's hit my high schoolers pretty hard. I've had a lot of students this time around diagnosed with it. Um, more than I've had the entire year and the school I'm teaching, well, both of the schools I'm teaching at are still in person for the high schoolers. So they are coming from their classrooms and zooming with me from the actual campus while I'm at home because our college is completely remote for the rest of the year. So they're remote um, for the fall semester and they're remote for the spring semester. And, I have a lot, if they've been exposed, they have to quarantine for 14 days at home or isolate. I forget the levels. I'm so bad at the levels. My husband knows what the levels are, but I don't. But I've had a lot more students from home and I've had a lot more students actually diagnosed. If if they're actually diagnosed and experiencing symptoms, then they get special treatment while in class um so I've gotten a lot more so-and-so was diagnosed please excuse blah 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 so-and-so was diagnosed please excuse blah 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 to put it into perspective one of my classes I only have 17 kids in and four have been diagnosed in the past two weeks so that kind of tells you there the my other class I have 26 in and several have also been diagnosed there, but they, they went remote a couple weeks ago, the whole school did, so I don't know what kids are diagnosed on that school because they aren't calling the school and telling them, their parents aren't calling the school and telling them, but it has hit my high school seniors pretty hard right now. I've heard it hit, it's hit the adolescents and younger children this time around, um, uh, Symptom-wise, also, they're experiencing some symptoms, not like extreme symptoms, but some symptoms. The most common symptom that my high school seniors have been experiencing is really bad headaches. And then after the headaches, they tend to get a little sick for a couple days and then stop. So I found that interesting. And I've been watching my kids to see if any of them get really bad headaches, getting my kids at home. Um... But honestly, it's just me going out, exercising twice a week and grocery shopping, which also leads me into my inadvertently shopping on Black Friday. So because Black Friday, nobody made a big deal about it this year. Most of our stores were not having Black Fridays. They are just doing it online only Black Fridays to cut down on the crowds. A lot of our stores were closed Thanksgiving. Um... Our Walmart was closed on Thanksgiving. Then our... We had... um They opened at 7 a.m. on Friday, which is their normal opening time. 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. is what our Walmart is now. It's no longer 24 hours. Which I'm kind of bummed about. Like, I wish it was... um Not necessarily 24 hours, but I wish they opened at, like, 5. Because I used to do a lot of shopping before the kids went to school while my husband was still asleep just again to do it by myself and I can't do that now because they don't even open till seven and if my kids are in school they would be in school at 7 30 so I there's no shopping before school but yesterday so Friday Black Friday yesterday I went to work out and we had a chicken nugget emergency at our house. We ate all of our chicken nuggets. We were completely out of chicken nuggets and almost completely out of waffles. And my kids have been eating Nutella waffles pretty consistently. They eat chicken nuggets pretty consistently. And since I have them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every single day, uh, we are eating through a lot more food than previous. So we had... um, a chicken nugget emergency and i went to walmart after i exercised so i got there they open at seven i got there at like 705 and there was a stupid crazy long line of cars but i noticed that there was a whole bunch of empty spots in the walmart parking lot so i'm like why is there so many cars why is there so many you know there's all these empty spots just go park you know i was annoyed because trying only one side doors are open at our walmart the general merchandise doors are not open. They're meant for employees. So the grocery doors are the only doors that are open. So I'm trying to get to the grocery side. And um even though because even though I just spent 45 minutes walking working out, God forbid I have to walk from one door to the other door. So I'm waiting. I finally get out of the line and go and park. And I look and it's there's a line of at least a hundred people at the game store, like the video game store. And it doesn't even open till nine. So this is two hours before it opens. The parking lot is, there's a line going through the parking lot. They um, are not social distancing. Most people do not have masks on because they're outside. And I'm trying to figure out why. Why is there um, such a long line at the video game store? Like what's going on? And I, I get into Walmart. I'm like dreading walking into Walmart. I'm like, oh God, if there's this line at the video game store, when I go into Walmart, it's going to be insane. I get into Walmart and there's like two people in Walmart. There's like nobody there. Um, granted, I did not go to general merchandise. I went straight to groceries and got distilled water for my mom and chicken and, and waffles and um, left promptly. So I think that was like the quickest. I was I, I was like in Walmart for like 20 minutes. And I'm leaving, as I'm leaving, walking out of Walmart. um, Our Walmart has a police officer posted in it. And he he, um, made fun of me for buying so much water. because my mom, who lives out of town. And she has issues carrying the bottles of water because she's in a wheelchair and has to push a cart and so on and so forth. So I grabbed 11 gallons of distilled water And as I'm leaving, the police officer that's posted in Walmart was like, is there a sale on water that I didn't know about? Like, joking with me. And I was like, no, but they don't have any limits here. And they have limits at other stores on how much water. That being said, Walmart did have a limit on drinking water. So they did not have a limit on distilled water, but they did have a limit on drinking water. But that's neither here nor there. So I'm, as I'm walking out, I'm talking to the cop. I'm like, what is going on at the game store? Why is there so many people online? And he's like, well, they advertised that they have 10 Xbox X's and 10 PlayStation 5's. So I'm like, they have 20. So they have 20 consoles total. There's like over 100 people in this line. Do basic math. If you're not the first 20, go home. You are wasting your time. You know, I just, I never understood that. Even when Black Fridays were huge, I never understood why so many people waited in line, especially at the end of the line, when you know you're not going to get it. I could understand if you're like 21 or 22, maybe the one or two people in front of you aren't going to get it, um, you know, something. But if you're like 98, you're not going to get one of those You know, you're not going to get the coveted item that everyone else is looking for. So I just, I didn't understand that. But I guess they were still having Black Friday sales and there was quite a large line. Our Target was also still having Black Friday sales and our Kohl's was still having Black Friday sales. Um, Our Walmart was not. uh, I don't think any other big stores were having any, um... I stayed on my side of town though my side of town does not have the mall or a lot of the larger stores we just have a Walmart and a Kroger and apparently a game store um that was very busy we also have a Dollar Tree but again they're not going to have Black Friday sales there um but yeah I I went grocery shopping on Black Friday and that's probably probably the first time I've ever gone shopping like normal shopping on a black friday in you know maybe my entire life and you know it was kind of felt kind of nice just walking in getting the stuff having even less people there i know next year the stores are going to try to make up for this year's sales and they're probably going to have huge black fridays um i've been doing amazon's black friday To the point that we're going to have to change our Amazon password because I am addicted to Amazon. I'm addicted to buying on Amazon. It's just so easy. You just click and it saved your credit card and everything. I bought a kitten harness so we can learn to walk him on a leash. So that'll be fun. And um, along with that, I've had to be a porch pirate twice, which is unfortunate. We have misnumbered houses in our area. And I think I've said this on a previous podcast the houses were numbered in the years that they were built, not in the order they're built in the neighborhood. So my house is very misnumbered. And the house across the street from me has the number closest to me, not the houses on either side. And my house, the house across the street keeps getting my Amazon purchases. And they have a ring doorbell, so I don't want them to think I'm stealing their Amazon purchases. So every time I go over there, I'm like, picking up my packages, ringing the doorbell, and I'm like, hi, I'm your neighbor, you have my packages again, I'm not stealing your packages, so anytime my neighbor gets packages the same day I get packages, I don't get my packages, they get all my packages, and I don't know if they would return them or if they would walk them across the street to me, we're not that close to our neighbors, so I just walk over there and I take my packages because I don't want to risk it. And, you know, it'd be different if it was like smaller items, but, you know, I'm talking like $100 worth of items being misdelivered. And they only do that on days that we both get packages. If I, if I just get a package on myself, it makes it to my house. I know my neighborhood's tricky. I know our houses are misnumbered. My house number is on three different spots of my house. It's next to my front door. It's next to my downstairs Uh garage door. And it's on a pole in the middle of my yard. So we are very aware of the crazy numbering in our neighborhood. And very aware that um, it's very confusing for delivery drivers of all sorts. So the... And obviously we have two different addresses. So for our neighbor to get our package, knowing we have two different addresses, it's kind of making me angry. Um, and I'm not pleased about the how many times it's happened. It's happened three times now in the past week where I've had to go over there, ring the doorbell, say, I'm sorry. Um, I'm taking my packages that got misdelivered. Thanks the I've been getting purchasing a lot of kitten paraphernalia I will say the kitten was probably the best decision I've made it was a very impulsive decision but probably the best decision as he's sitting in my lap now as I'm recording this purring his little brains out he's not bright guys he is not a smart cat he he's not yeah he's not going to win any genius awards But he has an incredibly even temper and a good personality. So I will take dumb and happy, stupid and nice, however you want to say it. I will take that any day. He is very equal opportunity among the children. He has not picked a favorite, thank God. He will sit on one of their laps and then you know, an hour later, be sitting on the other one's lap. He even tries to sit with the three-year-old who terrorizes him. She chases him around everywhere, will not leave him alone. Last night, he tried to curl up on the couch with her. So again, not bright, but incredibly even-tempered. He's not great at cleaning himself, though. My previous cats I've owned One was really good at cleaning herself. The other one was not good at cleaning himself. And unfortunately for Dylan, he's not great at cleaning himself. He's pretty good at cleaning his body, but his eyes and his ears, he's not great at cleaning. So I've been having to take a damp microfiber cloth and wipe his little eyes and clean out his ears. Um, Not every day, but multiple times I've had to do this because he's just not great at cleaning his face and ears. Uh, maybe he'll get better as he gets older or maybe he'll stop and rely completely on me doing it. He does purr and he does like it when I do it. So I'm wondering if her his foster um, dad did that before because he was such a tiny kitten when they found him and was basically raised by people, raised by humans, not by another cat. So, you know, and he's a really bad about food. If you have any food at all, he wants to eat your food and be in your food. He's very dog-like that way and will follow you around. I have accidentally shovel kicked him twice. Um, and for those of you who don't know what a shovel kick is, it's where your foot like scoops under because he's been around my feet. He has not been stepped on yet, but that's only a matter of time because he is literally if you are up and out, he's under your feet. If you're sitting down anywhere, he is on your lap sitting very chilled out cat but very dog-like and also very vocal but I've heard tuxedo kittens tend to be very vocal they tend to talk a lot he talks a lot but I'm best purchase I made and I'm not sponsored by this because not enough of you guys listen for me to get a sponsor for anything but best purchase I made is an eco flex litter box house and the reason I picked, and it's so stupid expensive though, it's like $100, but I found it on Amazon Warehouse for less than 70 but the reason I picked this one, it, it looks like a little house, you put the litter box in, it's got a little opening, you know, you have to, it looks like a side table, like you could disguise it, but the reason I picked this is because it's plastic wood pulp mix, and all the other ones were just wood, and they had horrible reviews, like super cute, lasted for two months before my, it just absorbed all the pee odors, all the poop odors because it is wood. And the, this one, I didn't want what I wanted plastic because I want to be able to easy clean. I want to be able to bleach if I need to. And this was the closest thing to plastic. It does look like an end table. It does hide it very well. I highly recommend it if you want to drop like a hundred dollars on this, and so far, so good he likes it he goes in, uses the potty, which is great. He's a litter kicker, so he he kicked his litter everywhere, and I wanted something I could put in the bathroom that's multifunctional because his litter box is in the children's bathroom, so it stopped him from litter kicking. It's kept it a lot cleaner. The baby cannot play in the litter box so my three year old is not playing in the litter box and I'm able to sit stuff on top of it now for the bathroom so it's not as a useless place and we don't have to see the litter box all the time and it's way cuter than just a covered litter box and I think it's more functional because it is a square because it does look like an end table I just put towels on top of it Um, the kids have their shampoos and bath stuff on top of it so that's actually worked out quite nicely And it's not flush to the floor, so water from the shower is not going to get trapped under it, which is also very nice. And water from the shower is not going to get on the litter, which is, again, a plus side. So I highly recommend that. That was my largest purchase for him. But considering he came neutered and microchipped and everything and his adoption fee was only $40, I consider it price balancing having to buy that and if you know cats live for a long time and hopefully this litter box thing stays good for you know at least five years if it does then it pays for itself um but there's that I uh, it's already past 30 minutes I have more stuff to talk about but I guess it'll just carry over to next week because again we're already past 30 minutes but the the cat was the best in Pulse by. Uh my ten year old will be an eleven year old on the sixth. So he'll be moving up. So I didn't think I'd be on episode eighteen of pandemic parenting. So we're almost, you know, halfway through the year of podcast episodes. So that's I mean, that's all I have for this week. And hopefully next week I will talk more about ending out work and getting ready for my 10 year old's birthday and getting downstairs set up for home offices and getting rid of crap in my house before Christmas.